Hey guys, it's uh, David Barnett from davidcbarnett.com, the blog site, podcast, SoundCloud podcast, iTunes podcast, YouTube channel, where I talk about buying, selling, managing, financing small and medium-sized businesses. This this week, I'm on vacation. I'm in Jamaica, and that's why I'm uploading an audio instead of a, a full video. The, the internet here at my hotel is kind of limited. Um... A few years ago, two years ago, I started to get emails from people asking about leveraging the assets of a business in order to buy a business with no money. And and every once in a while, I'd get one of these videos and I started to, to create videos on those topics. So I've already created a video called Buy a Business with No Money. And then based on feedback from that video, I created a video called Buy a Business with No Money Part 2. Then I created a leveraged buyout video. Then I created a video about using private equity to buy a business. And all of these videos have been in response to the ever increasing number of requests that I'm getting from people who want to find out how they can actually execute one of these deals. And, and I've actually discovered someone online is teaching people how they can supposedly buy a business with no money. And what's What's happening is people are signing up for the program and they're learning the strategy that this guy is teaching. And then when they get to the quote unquote finding asset based lenders, they're having difficulty and they're finding me online and they're sending me emails asking me where these lenders are. So in a nutshell, you know, here's here's what's being taught is that basically you can come along, find a business where somebody really wants the business to continue and they want the employees to keep their jobs, etc. And so you buy the business in a share deal. And what you do is you evaluate the business by taking the cash flow and, and multiplying that by three or four. And this gives you the business value, quote unquote. And then if the assets of the business on the balance sheet are high enough, you then borrow money against the assets of the business. And that magically gives you all the money that you need to buy the business. And people have even sent me videos where this technique has been explained. And the problem with the video that I saw is that the the balance sheet in question that was put up actually contained excess operating capital. And if the business were being properly valued, what, what would happen is you would normalize the balance sheet because the multiplier gives you what's called the enterprise value. And I've talked about this before in videos. And because the enterprise value contains the net position in working capital, if there's excess working capital in the business, this would then be added to the enterprise value. So the the sample that I saw in a video, there was a bunch of excess working capital in the business, which the narrator or commentator didn't address. And that's what gave this technique the appearance of working when in the real world it wouldn't work. And, And here's why it wouldn't work. In order for you to use the assets of a business to buy the business, you would have to, number one, find a business where the seller was willing to sell the business for less than the value of the assets. That would be the first issue. And as I said in my first video on buying a business with no money, someone who would be willing to let a business go at a discount to the assets, it would have to be a a poor business, okay? So things aren't going very well in this business for someone to be willing to sell it at a discount to asset value. The second problem is that you would have to be able to find lenders who would lend you money on the business 
and they would have to be willing to lend you know, a really high percentage of the asset's value in order to give you enough money to make this deal go down. And the problem is that lenders realize that a business's assets are based on the fact that they're being used in a business to make money. And if the business were to fail and the business were to close, those assets would be liquidated, meaning they would be worth a lot less money. So let me give you a quick example. Uh, because I'm a certified machinery and equipment appraiser, I sometimes get hired by banks in my local area to do evaluation projects when there's a business transaction happening. And so I did one last summer for a lobster processing plant. And the bank did not want to know the fair market value of the equipment in the lobster plant. They don't care. What they wanted me to do was determine the orderly liquidation value of those assets and the forced liquidation value of those assets. So orderly liquidation is when you ask a dealer to sell off the equipment. Forced liquidation is when you call an auctioneer and you say, look, sell off all this equipment today. We don't want anything left. We just want cash. So the bank is going to lend an amount of money against the equipment, which is somewhere between the orderly and forced liquidation value of the business. So that's, that's certainly not a high value. We're not talking about what the equipment is worth from the point of view of the buyer or the seller. We're talking about what it might fetch if the business were to fail. Okay, so the, 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 the sort of the, the straw that broke the camel's back that made me want to, to make this recording is that I got an email from David in Scotland. And David first sent me an email saying, you know, Dave, I'm interested in buying a business. I'm wondering if you could help me. And, and of course, I replied, yes, that's what I do. Uh, find the business and I'll be more than happy to share with you my different services and fees and rates, etc. And then he replied back saying that he had learned how he can buy a business with no money down by leveraging the business's assets and that this money being borrowed against the business's assets could even be used to pay all of the advisors in who would help him do the transaction. And that's when I knew that I had been contacted by another one of these guys who's, who's, you know, subscribe to this program or whatever it is online. And what David was basically telling me is he was telling me that he wanted to hire me and that he had no money to pay me, number one. And that he believes that he's going to borrow so much money against this business's assets, uh, you know, a business he doesn't control. He's going to borrow so much money that he's going to be able to buy the business from the owner and pay all of the advisors. Okay, now it is possible for people to buy a business with no money. It happens all the time. In fact, two weeks ago, I worked with a client who was in a position to do just that and was trying to decide if it made sense for him to do that. Let me give you a little bit of background on who that guy was. It's a gentleman who grew up in a family business in a certain industry. And and I don't want to give that away. It's, it's confidential. But he grew up in a family business He ended up running a business himself in that industry for 20 years, which was very profitable, and he sold it for a lot of money, and he's got a big bank account as a result. He has now gone looking for a a business in that industry, and he found one which is profitable but is underperforming, 
meaning that they do not earn as much profit as they should with the amount of money they've got tied up in their business. Now, the sellers know that they are underperforming, and so they are willing to accept a price which represents a discount to the value of the assets in the business. So this would appear to be just the scenario that David from Scotland is talking about, okay? So my client is looking at this business deal and he has spoken to a cash flow lender and cash flow lenders are very difficult to borrow from, but, but they have agreed that they will do a loan with him. And between some vendor financing and removing some of the assets of the company and leaving them with the seller, he could put this deal together and buy this business with no money down. Now, why is he able to do it? Okay, here's what it comes down to. Number one, he's got two decades of experience operating a business in this industry and he's demonstrated that he knows how to do it correctly. That's what has gotten him the approval from the cash flow lender because they believe in his ability. And number two, all of the different loans have to be personally guaranteed and he's got a bank account with more than half a million dollars in it, which gives him the personal net worth, the balance sheet strength to stand behind those guarantees, okay? And so he's the kind of guy who can pull off a deal with no money down to buy a business. He's still not certain if he's going to do it because the business is performing so poorly he would be putting himself at tremendous risk with all of this debt and he knows because he knows the industry that he may not be able to make it as profitable as it should be, okay? So a combination of wisdom and wealth has put this guy in a position where he's able to actually do a deal with no money down and he's not sure if he's going to do it because he knows how dangerous the transaction is actually going to be. So. Why are people signing up for this idea that they can have something, a business, a successful business, and they can acquire this while not putting any money down? How is it that people think that this is something that they should be able to do? Well, I think it has to do with people getting things mixed up when it comes to mindset. There's, there's a famous expression you know, be, do, have. And I don't know who initially came up with it, but I've heard it from a bunch of different places. And basically, I think people believe that if they want to get out of their bad spot, so they work hard every day, they're exhausted, they're trying to get ahead, they just keep doing the same things over and over again, they don't see how things are going to change. They see people who are wealthier, who have a better lifestyle, and they think, if I had a business, I would have money, and then I would have that lifestyle. And I'm here to tell you, it doesn't work that way. It works the opposite way. The first thing you have to do is you have to become a successful business person in your mind. You have to be a successful business person because what that's going to do is it's going to inform your decisions and your actions. And so then you're going to start to do things and make the decisions in a way that a successful business person does things and makes decisions. And those thoughts and decisions and ideas are then going to create the circumstances for you to have what you want. So the vast majority of people that I work with who are trying to buy a business, who are looking to me for advice and guidance, when I ask them, how much money do you have? They, they give me a sum. 
It's either 50,000 or 100,000 or 200,000 or whatever it happens to be because they manage themselves and they manage their households and they manage their careers or whatever it is to accumulate wealth because they are already business people in their minds. One of my great friends, Blair, who was a commercial banker for 30 years, used to always tell me that when he looked at a business deal, he was always keenly interested, especially if it was a new business person, to look at their personal credit report and to look at their personal net worth statement. Because he said, quite frankly, if somebody is unable to manage their personal life in such a way that they can accumulate in a savings account a few hundred or a thousand dollars a month, then how on earth are they going to manage the money in a business, right? The same kind of discipline it takes to manage a household is certainly required to manage a business. So if you have no money, if you have no money and you want to buy a successful business, it starts with getting your own mindset set properly so that you can accumulate some personal balance sheet strength to go out and create a deal, right? And even if you don't get enough money to create the deal you have, by getting some money, you're gonna increase your opportunities to bring on other equity partners. And I've made another video about equity partners. So that would be other shareholders who are gonna pool money with you to make that equity down payment in buying the business. One of the reasons I think people fall victim to these kinds of, of ideas, right? Because there's, you know, basically someone's out there for money selling this idea that they're going to teach you how to buy a business with no money down. And people succumb to this idea because everyone loves a free lunch. I love a free lunch. You love a free lunch. But we all know that there's really no such, such thing as something for nothing. And, you know, I always, I always find it funny because this is how drug dealers acquire their customers. You know, they offer people a free sample in hopes of getting them hooked. It's also how liberal and left-leaning politicians get their customers. You know, they offer you some kind of free social program that's going to improve your life. But there's nothing for free. We all realize, I hope, I hope the listeners to this channel realize, that when a politician offers you some kind of free program... All it means is that your neighbor has to pay for it. It's not really free. Somebody's paying for it. But this, this belief that we can get something for nothing, this neediness to get ahead, this is what con people focus in on. This is what they zero in on because when they detect that desperate neediness to get something for nothing, they exploit it. And so you end up with people who are paying money to be told what they want to hear, which is simply that it's okay that they haven't been able to save any money. It's okay that they've ruined their credit. It's okay that they can't manage themselves or they can't manage to make good decisions with their money or they keep refinancing their house and they keep, you know, doing stuff that puts them further and further behind in life. It's okay. It's okay. Because I'm going to teach you the way that you can get what you want for nothing, right? And people believe it and, they, and they, they put their money into it. And I'm so sick of it because these people are being taken advantage of. It's not real. 
learning a series of actions and words in order to get what you want magically for nothing is not a business strategy. It's a magical spell. It's an incantation. It's something you see in a Disney film and it's not part of the real world. So I would hope that if you are in a position where you have no money and you're desperate to get ahead, the first place you have to start is not out in the world of business. It's in your own head. And you have to start doing some reading. There's all kinds of great personal development stuff out there. One of the thing, books that I just love, and I believe it costs $3 US or something ridiculously little like that. So I'm going to recommend this one to you. It's The Persuasion Secrets of the World's Most Influential Villains. It's written by a guy named Ben Settle. And I'll put a link to it on Amazon in the notes here below the video. But the, the reason I love this book is if you think about the world of superheroes and supervillains, one of the most feared supervillains out there, the most effective and feared villains is the Joker. And unlike Doc Ock, Dr. Octopus, who has the four mechanical arms and the Sandman who can turn himself into sand, the Joker has no magical powers. All he does is talk, yet he is able to assemble a circle of henchmen around him. He is able to strike fear into the hearts of the city's biggest gang bosses, and he is the one that Batman fears above all others. And there are many different things that we can learn from the Joker in how we can create the right mentality in order to be able to go out and get ahead and being a desperate, needy person is certainly not going to be what is going to get you ahead. So please work on yourself. Get yourself into a position where you become the businessman. You be a businessman. Do the things that business people do. And then you will have the things that business people have. My glass is empty and I got to get back to the beach because I'm on vacation. If I spend much more time here in the room working on my computer, Natalie will have my head. It's been a pleasure, and we'll talk to you guys later. Have a great day.